Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to One More Round Radio. This is the show that brings passion and punch to you about the world of boxing. Covering every weight class and every fighter from around the world, we focus on bringing you our unique perspective and opinions of the ring world. We are live here from Studio One of WCSN, the Windy City Sports Network, located in the heart of Chicago. This is One More Round Radio. With a two-month absence, ladies and gentlemen, Chicago Tree Party, One More Round Radio, the kings of the ring are back. I'm Big Nick, and with me, of course, Sammy the Bull. Hey, what's up, guys? It's been a while. Mr. Mush Jackman. Glad to be back. And, by popular demand, the Golden Gloves amateur champion of the world of Chicago, Illinois, Mr. Johnny Guns. Oh, yeah, we're back. All right, Johnny. Your, your mic's still low, brother. I don't know why. But we'll, we'll work that out. Um, anyways, guys, it is good to be back. We've been gone for two months. One more round. Boxing Radio is back. Uh, got a lot to talk about, a lot of cover. We actually had, uh, we have a big fight tomorrow, uh, and we're actually all um, excited to see the fight tomorrow. So that's going to be a really good one to see. Um, but we got uh, uh, some fights to cover, some fights to go over, uh, some news to go over as well. Uh, and uh, we all got our insight on some of the stuff that's going to be happening pretty soon. Uh, and uh, in the future, I think the future of boxing actually has uh, been looking pretty interesting. How about you guys on that? Yeah, we got some big stars coming up. Yeah, n- not just the stars. I think some of the fights I'm hearing that may be happening I think are pretty interesting. Obviously, we'd like to see some of the other fights, but um, good stuff happening. I think that's going to start happening soon, but we'll go with uh, we'll go with that real soon. So anyways, let me get this over with social media uh, before we start uh, beginning uh, our, uh, our preaching. Uh, you guys can catch us, obviously, on uh, four platforms, and that is uh, the original platform, which is SoundCloud. We are also on TuneIn Radio. Uh, we are on iTunes Radio, and we are on Stitcher Radio. All these apps are available on your Android or your smartphone, Apple, iOS. Uh, iTunes, if you guys go on your iTunes, please subscribe to our podcast. Comment and rate us, please. That would be huge for us uh, and get us out there as well uh, for everyone else to hear. Uh, you can uh, follow us on our Facebook page, uh, which is Windy City Sports Network, and you can also... Uh, follow us on our Twitter account at WCSN the number three. That is at WCSN the number three. Uh, we do live tweets. We post all our shows on our Facebook and our Twitter account. Um, so you guys can follow us, catch us there, or listen to any of the platforms. Anytime we put out a show, we will put that on there on all the platforms and our social media for you guys to follow and listen to. Uh, comment anytime you guys want to. If you guys have any comment or concerns, email us at Windy City Sports Network at gmail.com. Uh, we'll respond, even possibly and share some of that stuff on the shows uh, for you guys too. So um, good to be back. It's November 7th today? Yes. Yeah, it's cold outside. Snowstorm's supposed to be uh, hopping into town here in the Windy City uh, on Tuesday, four to six inches. So fun stuff. But um, tomorrow's the big day, guys, and that's when we're going to see a senior citizen fight uh, and possibly pull off a win. So I, I know... We're all thinking differently, but uh, I guess we can start with that one and talk with that because that's obviously happening tomorrow. 
uh, yeah, this is a fight that I'm really looking forward to. Um, it's a very interesting fight. Anytime you get a 49-year-old, almost 50, um, to fight at this level, um, it's, it's a beautiful thing to watch. Um, it, and uh, Kovalev, he's a very, very exciting fighter. He's going to bring the fight to him. I don't see how this could be a boring fight. I, I, I'm, I'm just thinking that even if... I don't know. Kovalev is dangerous too. So I mean, this ain't no joke. If Hopkins beats this guy, I mean, you got to give credit to where credit's due with Hopkins. If you Hopkins, know I mean? yeah, if Hopkins beats this guy, I mean, his legacy goes way up. Shit, yeah, yeah, it just grows and grows. That's just outrageous to know. I mean, fifty-year-old guy who's gonna how old is Kovalev? Thirty-six, thirty. No, he's like 30, 30, 31. 31, Yeah, he's I mean, in his prime. Yeah, that's that's just gonna be nuts. Seeing if it happens, I don't know. I mean, I, I want to see it happen. I'm gonna be rooting for him. Another thing is, um, I think Hopkins is well prepared because his last three fights been against guys who are not fighting like that American style. You know, the uh, the last guy was uh, I forget his name. Chauvinoff. Chauvinoff, yeah, Chauvinoff. Then he fought the other guy. I'm pretty sure was from Germany. So, um, I think he's well prepared. These last few fights were the guys kind of like that style, but different. But not American style guys. So you think he was fighting guys to set him up for this stuff? I think so. It seems that way. It seems that way. So he's fighting fighters that are basically the style of fights that he's going to fight. So then he can actually hopefully get a benefit out of it. Yeah, they're not slick guys like how Chad Dawson was when he was hot. You know. Yeah. They're not. They're just come forward guys. A little bit awkward. So uh, I think he got the right preparation. Yeah. Going that, into this fight. That makes sense. I mean, I I I really. Uh, I know we were discussing this earlier, and it's going to be a late fight. Um, I'm really happy it's not on pay-per-view, so we're not going to have to pay for it, and it's going to be on normal HBO. So I'm really excited about that. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I'm I'm going to stay up. I hope Jackman doesn't fall asleep. Yeah, I know. Those hard days at work. Yeah, but those those late-night boxing fights, you always uh, end up falling asleep on those. I know. But I record them and watch them the next day. Yeah. The thing that I hope don't happen is some freakish accident happen and Bernard gets hurt. And, uh, well, I hope no. I wish no one to get hurt. In well, a I'm match, saying but. like uh, other than like freakish, like not a punch, like they're wrestling around or he yeah, falls or down he gets a headbutt and gets or something, cut up or as something. as what happened in that Chad Dawson fight when he hurt his shoulder. What do you think, Bull? Sammy, what I think of, uh, as far as Hopkins, as far as the prediction goes, yeah. or you know, this is a really tough uh, fight to pick. Uh, this is like this is a pick 'em fight. Um, I think you were going Kovalov. Before. I was going Kovalov, but I thought about it. I, you know, I started thinking about it. I said, if you look at the guys Kovalov's beat, he's beaten like you know class C plus, class B fighters. He hasn't beaten a guy like Pascal or somebody at that level. Uh, he's never fought a guy like B Hop. And another thing that concerns me is he's only been eight rounds once. He never been to those championship rounds. So. Uh, you know, this is really, really, it's a pick em fight. If you put a gun in my head, I'd probably lean uh, towards B-Hop right now. So you're leaning towards uh, so Hopkins now? I think I'm going to lean towards Hopkins right now. What made you make that sway of decision? Because I think that Kovalev, he's kind of a one-way fighter. I think if the fight goes doesn't go his way, I don't know if he's going to be able to adjust. You know, I, I just, uh, he's had an easy time with all these fights. He hasn't really been in a tough fight in a long time, and... Uh, you know, Bernard's a smart fighter. Bernard called him out in this fight, and I think there's a reason for that. And, you know, you never count out Bernard Hopkins. He's never been knocked out. I think uh, it's a favorable uh, style matchup for uh, Bernard Hopkins. But it, it can go either way. What, Jackman? 
I don't know. It's going to be a tough one to call. But one thing I notice about Bernard Hopkins, he does well against fighters that come at him. In the slower type fighters, he does very well against those kind of guys. Like when he beat a Trinidad, puncher came at him. When he beat a Kelly Pavlik, that's the kind of fighters Hopkins excels at. And Kovalov is that kind of fighter. But Kovalov is 175 pounds. None of those other fighters hit as hard as Kovalov does. And uh, it's going to be interesting. Kovalov's going to try to set him up. I know Hopkins... He can't take many punches. At times, when he fights, he'll stand there and try to take a couple shots from these other guys. Against Kovalov, that's playing with fire. Because this guy can really crack, as we all know. He's been knocking out everybody, the last opponents. So, it's it can go either way, I see it. It depends if, uh, if Hopkins can get past the four or five round danger point. Some of Kovalov's steam might go go away a little bit so that i can see hopkins wearing him down frustrating this guy and beating him i'm gonna have to go an edge to hopkins if i had to pick uh, i'm gonna lean towards hopkins even though the sports book books list kovalov as a pre-fight favorite and how and what's the what's the odds here i think it was like the betting odds i think he was like minus 250 Ooh. last time i looked so but kovalov He's a guy who can punch, and punchers are dangerous. And he's gonna—he's a guy who's not going to give up, and he may get frustrated, but I think he's going to keep coming. So in order for Hopkins to win, he's going to have to earn it. So it's going to be interesting. What? So so Bulls going Hopkins, right? Yes, uh, I'm going Hopkins. I just think there's more question marks with Kovalev. That's basically uh, the and main then, reason. And then Jackman's going uh, Hopkins, and uh, Guns... I gotta Shoot. go the edge with Hopkins. Wow, um, here's we're cleaning the, the table here. We're going Hopkins straight across. <laughs> well, here's the thing, um, Kovalov. Um, he's got the power, but the guys they put him to fight weren't the most mobile guys. I know the last guy he fought boxed a little bit, but they weren't the most mobile guy. To his credit, when he fought Salak, he found a way to set him up and catch him. But Salak is not as heavy duty as a competition he's going against. Uh, so when we talk about the power, you got to land the power. He's not so sporadic like as Pasquale was sporadic. You know, he kind of jumps in there and flurries. This uh, Kovalov doesn't got that sporadic thing to him. Even Kalzaki gave uh, Hopkins a hard time. He was a sporadic guy, lefty. Um, Kovalov is more a pace at the same pace. The thing is, um, could Bernard do what he does at this age? Okay, if he was 35 years old. You know, we could say, okay, Bernard. But uh, that's that's a trick question there. But I think this guy, he fights at a certain pace. And Bernard's not a made-to-order for him. As these other guys, um, you know, what big names did he fight? He didn't even fight like an aging Chad Dawson or he didn't fight a Pasquale. Or, so it's kind of hard to say. Uh, the power's going to show when he's fighting the opponents he's fighting. Yeah, I, I, I'm thinking I'm I'm cleaning the table here too, and I'm going Hopkins. I, I just with me, I, I think that he's shown to me already at, at the age that he's at that he can win fights. So it's not that he can't win the fights. Um, I, I think Hopkins is more of a masterful fighter. This is why I've always said that he's a boring fighter, and I really don't like watching his fights. Um, I think he's going to change the game, and he's going to basically make Kovalev fight his fight. 
and I think he's going to frustrate him just like he does all these other fighters, and I think he's going to end up taking him. I think, uh, Guns, you made a good point. I think, Jack, I mean, you did a, later, a little bit later too. I think if it, paths, if it goes past round five, I think uh, Hopkins got it yeah. after that. This is a big reward fight for Kovalev also because just imagine, guys, I know Bernard Hopkins is almost 50, but imagine if Kovalev Wins. knocks Bernard out. Yes. If he knocks him out in two, three rounds, for Bernard's never been knocked out. People are going to say, you know, He's going to be the golden child. Even, even at age 50, if but he does that, that's going to put him, it's, it's going to be huge for him. Good opportunity. And, and you know what? I disagree with you guys. If he gets knocked out, they're going to say, hey, Bernard came in old. Yeah, he's an old man. The old man finally got caught. It was bound to happen and help in that night. Let's see, let's see him fight somebody else. Yeah, it's, but I still Bernard, Bernard's never been, never knocked, been knocked, knocked out. out. Yeah, yeah I, it's I still the think, way you win. Yeah, I, th- I still think yeah. it's going to be good for him, and it's going to be a good opportunity for him. And, and I hope Kovalev sees it that way, because if he yeah. does, then w- we might see a great fight. Who knows? I mean, is it like Bernard at 35 or 36? No, but it's still uh, a great accomplishment. And I tell you, if he wins, Ward's going to be calling him out. Stevenson's going to yeah, want to fight him. Everyone's going to want to fight him. But Sammy the Bull, he is... Two months shy of fifty years old, so yes, that's he gets true. knocked out. Well, what the hell? He's supposed yeah. to get knocked out. Yeah, but he, yeah, but he hasn't been looking bad in the last couple yeah, of fights. Exactly, he's been winning. It's not like he's been losing. He's actually been looking really good the last couple yeah. of fights. Yeah, yeah, but you're fifty. Yeah, he I mean, looks like a thirty-five-year-old fighter now. Yeah, but okay, how many guys in the game though? I mean, could actually knock out Hopkins in two rounds? If you think about it, I mean, hardly anybody can. You hardly even seen him fall down, get yeah, knocked he, down, or yeah, get hurt. Yeah, has he ever been not no. dropped? No. Maybe once or twice, but probably yeah, like a flash knockdown. He yeah. took a knee against Pasquale. He got hit. He went oh, down. Oh, yeah, yeah, you're right. He went down, but Pasquale's a big hitter, and he took his punches good at the time. But you're two months shy of 50. I don't care what anybody tells me, and you guys can't con- convince me otherwise. You're damn near 50 years old. You know, you know, it's ridiculous. We'll, we'll see what happens. I hey, think uh, it's going to be uh, very exciting. I'll be glued to the TV. Hey, tomorrow let's night. face it. This guy's not a normal fifty years old. You know, they call him the alien, and all four of us we picked him. Yeah, we picked the fifty year old. So yeah. that that, tells yeah, us something. that says something. <laughs> one of us could have been at least. I think Sergey is going to win, but who knows? Um, I, I, uh, one thing, guys. I heard Hopkins. He's already calling out Gennady Golovkin if he uh, beats Kovalov. And you know what, uh, Bernard? Every dog gets his day. So be be careful. Don't yeah. look ahead because Kovalov's going to come at you. And I wouldn't really be surprised if Kovalov beats him down. Yeah, but he, and, and wins. So uh, that that's just a mismatch, I think. If you go Triple G and and, and B Hop. Well, no, B Hop's a big guy. If B Hop can drop down to one sixty eight, meet him at one sixty eight, I think that's an interesting fight. That, I mean, really, t- tell you, you, you think that B Hop can give uh, Triple G a good fight? Well, Triple G's a small middleweight. Triple G would have to move up. And uh, if Hopkins looks good against Kovalov, I might make him a slight favorite. And actually, Sammy the Bull, uh, B-Hop is not a big guy at all. When he fought Tito Trinidad, he got down to 159. He was even under 160. Yeah, but he's a bigger, he's kind of a bigger guy than, uh, say, a Oh, Golovkin. bigger than the Golovkin. Yeah, That's yeah, what I'm trying yeah, to, his yeah. Friend. He's bigger yeah. than Golovkin. Do you he's think rangy. Triple G would go that way? I don't think Triple so. Triple G's concentrating on Cotto and Canelo. Yeah. That's yeah. what's going to happen. Yeah, I actually liked happen, that though. he called them out like that. That's going to happen. Those fights will happen. Before if, I used to say, ah, it's not going. It's going to happen. You know what? If Bernard wins this fight, I think he's going to force him into it. What did you think of the last Triple G fight? Because we 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 haven't been on since that. Against he did what Rubio, he, had to do. he looked great. Yeah, he, he looked did. great. He did, man. But you know what? 
Rubio, if he would have got out of those couple rounds, I seen some craftiness to him. He connected a little bit on Golovkin. Golovkin was a little bit red. I would have liked to see Rubio go a little bit more. I think he would have yeah, held a decent you, fight. Jackman, you said it when we were texting each other. It was a mismatch. He to- he tore him up a little bit, man. You know, I mean, he did. Well, you know what? Look at the style. You got a guy. Uh, I'm sorry, Jackman. Go ahead. I'm sorry, Jackman. No, go ahead. Um, you got a guy who's a come-forward slugger, who can't punch, who's past his prime, against a puncher. So he's just made to order. Whatever happens, at the end of the day, Golovkin's going to get the punch in. And the other guy, he looked like he just came out of a bar. I don't know, you know, what kind of shape. If he was in shape to go three, four good rounds or in shape to he take a beating. He was in there beating. with Julio Cesar Chavez. Yeah, he, didn't, yeah he, didn't, he wasn't there. He knew the role. He got hit. He laid on the floor, looked up, jumped up at the... Ten count. Oh, I want to fight. I want to fight. But you know, historically, so. this guy's a tough guy. He never yeah. laid down like that. He well, never you seen, laid down. You, like you guys that. seen him yeah, do it that night? No, he didn't lay down. Golovkin made him fall down. Lay down. He didn't lay down on purpose. Golovkin hit him hard. Well, look at all the guys. Look at what Golovkin's been doing. I mean, every fight is like a you know highlight reel fight. I mean, let's face it, the guys he's beating are class B fighters. But still, we got to give him credit. I mean, like I said before, this guy's like old Mike Tyson. He's got that uh, aura about him. Well, here's the thing. Golovkin, he's smashing through the guys. So either he's got to, you know, he got to go up and fight Ward or one of these guys got to come up from the lower weight and give him a challenge because there's nobody there. Kid Chocolate. He's fighting Martin Murray. That's his next fight. Not saying Martin Murray's a world beater. But it's a, it's a, you know what? The, I like what they're doing with Golovkin though, because they're keeping him busy. He's fighting yeah. four times a year. Yeah. Which in today's, you know, every, game, that's every it's three a months. Lot. He's fighting yeah. every three months, well, this yeah. guy. Just like the old Mike Tyson. Yeah. He used to fight. Sammy the Bull, here's the thing. When you're knocking the guys out in one or two rounds, you make a short day's worth of work. You could fight him again another month. Yeah, but there's uh, some people don't, man, you don't see guys fight as much as he does. Yeah. Not only that, how many guys are as exciting as he is? I mean, I know right he's fighting now, class he, B fighters, but the way, against he, Gabriel Rosado, uh, Gil, uh, you know, what he did his last fight. He's Stevens, the most exciting fighter out the most, there right now. Every time he fights, something exciting happens. There's him nobody Ko- like him. Him and Kovalov, I would say. Kovalov's pretty exciting, too. But uh, Golovkin is beating these guys convincingly. He's not just beating he's them. He's knocking them out. Yeah. yeah. Right. So... Uh, I liked at the end of the fight how he called them out too with Cotto, how he was talking about, oh, I respect him a lot and I respect tremendously and I want to fight him and stuff. And it, it was sort of a cool way. And I think that, I don't know, I, I don't think Cotto's going to give him time of day though. I, I, don't. I, I think they'll make that fight now. There's a lot of talk in it. HBO was really pushing it. I think the winner of Canelo and Cotto will fight Golovkin. So I, you think, if, uh, you think sure. if Canelo beats Cotto, you think Canelo's going to end up fighting... Canelo will fight him for sure. I think Cotto would even fight him. I think either way, whoever, I'd, I'd like to see a Canelo, uh, uh, Canelo Triple G or a Cotto Triple G, either or. You know, I think Cotto is talented enough to give a good fight against Golovkin. I really do, but I think he's got to be in the best shape of his life, and he's got to have movement. I think if he stays too long in the pocket, I think Golovkin will get him out of there. This guy is that good of a puncher. But I think if uh, Canelo, I mean, Cotto... If he stays on his bike and moves and hits and run and can frustrate this guy, I think it can be a very interesting fight. Yeah, uh, we'll see what happens, though, but that's going to be an interesting tale, uh, definitely. But uh, see how I thought about that? We didn't even have that on the agenda. No. And we just came up with that like that, buddy. See? I'm good like that. All right, anyways, fun far- you want to jump o- over to Funfara fight, which happened, I think, was last week, I think, right? Saturday. 
Yes. And it was at UIC, local fight. Yep. Who went? Sammy, did you go? No, I didn't go. Guns? And watched it on HBO over a pizza. Just no, like Showtime. 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 Like Sorry, oh, I got confused there. <laughs> um, <laughs> Thanks for I, correcting I think me. he looked good, man. He's, to me, surprisingly, better than what I thought he would. I, I think he... Go ahead. Sam. I thought he looked okay. I mean, I, I, I didn't think he looked like, you know, anything special. But, you know, Funfara, he's proven that he's good enough where... Uh, I consider him like a top 10 guy right now. You know, maybe 6th, 7th, 8th, ninth in the light heavyweight division. He's going to get another big fight. What's the what's the rumors going around right now? For Funfara? Yeah. Yeah, for Funfara. I'm not sure. He's got, he hurt his hand. Um, I could see him maybe if, if Hopkins were to lose, maybe he'd fight Hopkins or something like that. But right now there's really no rumors that I know of. I heard, didn't he fight Stevenson already once? Yes, yes, he yes. did. I heard that that, that was going to happen possibly again. And that I heard, I think, last week. Yeah, I highly doubt it. I don't think it was or right after. Or right I after. The right, fight. I, I did hear him talking about that during last week's fight, but I don't know if yeah. it was competitive if, the last fight to warrant yeah. a rematch. Yeah, I don't. Know. We'll see what happens. But I, he he surprised me a little bit in that fight. I think Fonfer is a good fighter, but I think he stands a little bit still too long, and he eats too many punches. He's got to have a little bit more movement. He relies on blocking a lot. And he fights at 175 pounds. These guys can crack at 175. I think against the big hitters, it might be hard. I mean, uh, I know Sam Colonna, when uh, his trainer, he told him, throw that left hook, and he threw it. And it he almost knocked uh, Nagadu out with that left hook. One, uh, one thing that gets me, I mean, I hope the guy, he understands English, right? Yeah. Why in his corner, did you see what was happening? What, what, what like his trainer would speak to him in English, and then the other guy would be speaking to him in Polish, like he was translating. Nah, he, well, he, he, he understands pro- English. Yeah. The other guy was probably uh, just uh, kind Telling of like, him something. Yeah, yeah, like, like it was confusing to me because as they were going at it in the corner, I was like, I don't know what's going on. But um, either way, I, I, I mean, decent fight. Uh, I was actually watching it as well too, staying in and uh, watched it a little bit. So pretty interesting to see what's going to happen for Funfar, who's uh, uh, a Chicago local uh, local boy, and uh, happy to see him winning that one as well too. And we got to go to a US uh, a UIC fight, man. It's not a bad venue. I like that venue. And oh, back to Funfair. I could see him fighting Pascal. That's who I could see him fighting. Yeah, they got the Montreal connection. Uh, they made uh, the Funfair Stevenson fight, the Donovan George Stevenson fight. Now Donovan George is fighting uh, Pascal. Now they'll make this fight. It appears the promoter has some type of connection in well, yeah, Montreal, Montreal, and they'll make it happen. I think that's what'll happen. Yeah, that'd be good. Uh, a good one to see. We'll see what happens with that one. Uh, all right, uh, Jackman, do you got the undercard for tomorrow's fight? Okay, we got Luis Carlos Abergru versus Saddam Ali. All right, and that's it. Uh, they had more, but I don't know how many HBO is going to televise. All right, who's wh- where's the Adamic fight, and is he on part of that undercard or no? No, he's fighting in Poland. Oh, so that's overseas, right? Why is he going overseas? He's a Chicago well, local favorite, he's a, too. He's, he's fighting a Polish guy. He's Polish. I mean, I know, he's a big man, fight he's a Poland. Chicago it's local Arthur boy. Spilka against yeah, Adamic. Adamic. He should right. be over here. Adamic's yeah. a legend, you know. And what's the deal with all these Polish fighters now? Polish and Russians. Well, I mean, like lately, Galata, Galata spread the, uh, put the you paper. You know, here in Chicago, we have a very large uh, Polish, Polish population. Yep. This is like a second home to them. I, mean, I think it's more than Warsaw, they said. I don't know if Chicago. it's that high, but it's pretty close. Well, too, um, I don't know if you guys know, um, the boxing, they said, these days is more worldwide than it ever was. So it's huge worldwide in Europe, all over. 
To be honest so, with you, you know, lately, ever since I think the heavyweight division, like the big names uh, retired and left, uh, it, it feels boxing to me is almost like soccer. It's more wanted and watched overseas than it is in the States. Yeah, absolutely. That's, yeah. What, it, that's what it feels like to me. Like well, soccer, you watch soccer, everyone overseas knows soccer. Right. Well, boxing's a worldwide sport. You got fighters from all over the world, from yeah. different countries fighting. Also, I don't know if they're going to have, if they're going to televise this fight. Najib Mohammed is going to fight Demetrius Walker, and I seen Mohammed fight before. And he's he's a 175 pound light heavyweight. He's a very busy guy. I seen him fight this big uh, Ukrainian guy who's like six five or something. At, or 6'3 at 175, and this guy, uh, Muhammad, he, he's he's awkward, and he throws a lot of punches. He's a very busy fighter. So basically, so I don't know if they're going to televise that one, though. So the fight being on so late may even not even be an undercard fight. You might just might go straight to Hopkins. No, no, no. They have at least, one. I know for sure they're showing the Abergru versus Ali, Ali fight. Yeah, right, and so Ali was an Olympian. Undercard. So yeah. we'll go see we'll see for what happens with that one as well too. But um all right, so uh the rest of the fights that we got coming up, uh you've got Klitschko is going at it with Pulov. That's gonna be on November fifteenth, right? Yes. All right, what are we looking at here? I'm not I I've I haven't seen Pulov, so I I've don't seen, know. I've seen some tapes on him. It looks like uh I mean he's a decent fighter, he's six foot four. Uh he likes the box. Uh I think he's uh, one of the better fighters that uh, Klitschko has fought over the last five to ten years. I think he's like at a Pavetkin level. Um, but I, you still got to make uh, Klitschko the favorite. Yeah, you can't you can't take it away from the guy. I, I honestly think there's no one that can compete against him right now. Well, you never know if you get a guy maybe like a Wilder. He's got the wild card. He's got that big punch, and he's a big guy. The only thing that concerns me about Wilder is they move them up so slow. So they probably know something. They probably see something in him. His trainers, his promoters, they probably know he, he may have a weak chin. I think he may have a weakness. But he's he's killed everybody. I mean, whatever, within two rounds, he knocked out everyone. Yeah. Per- personally, I hated the way that Klitschko looked in that last fight. He kept holding the guy's head and punch and hold and punch. If I was a referee, I would have DQ'd him for all the holding. Oh, please do so. Yeah. I don't like the guy either. Jackman can tell you that. Yeah, I, I like the, personally, I like the Klitschko's. Yes, at times it's like watching paint dry and watching them fight. Yes. But, um, yeah, I don't know. With that last fight, he didn't, I don't know, he looked horrible. Uh, I know he won and he beat the guy up, but, you know, he looked horrible. All right. No, that wasn't the one. That was, was that? when he beat that uh, Australian guy, that Samoan guy. He didn't have to hold against that guy. Oh, okay. That so was the, the one fight before. He destroyed that guy. Yeah, he yeah. beat the shit out of that guy. Oh, it was the fight before. He, yeah, okay, he so didn't have to hold that guy. He just beat the shit out so of him. So I missed Speaking that one. Speaking of man. Samoan, uh, <laughs> yeah. uh, did you guys hear about the David Tua comeback? No. Yeah, it's in. It's out there. You're a David Tua fan. I, 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 I I'm you just telling you. Guy. The guy's got to be what, like 42 or something like that? Maybe even more. Yeah. No one ever stopped that guy. Back. This yeah, guy has a chin. Oh, man. Why did he disappear off the face of the earth? Like, he used to be up there, and all of a sudden, you, he, like, yeah, he, fell he off. he fought Lennox, he probably got a big payday, and then after Took he fought off. Lennox Lewis, I didn't hear much about him anymore. Yeah, and then he just disappeared, and now all of a sudden, I hear his name for a possible comeback or something, which was weird, but anyways. All well, right, s- s- side note on uh, Saddam Ali, he's the first Arab-American to represent the United States in the Olympics, he rep- in the 2008 Summer Olympics Did in he Beijing. Medal? Uh, let's see where he placed. 
No matter. I don't, remember, I don't think he plays. I'm asking no, you hard questions here, so. Jackman. I know. And you can't answer them. <laughs> uh, you know, he's Yemeni descent. It's an interesting fight. As you all know, Nassim Hamed was a Yemeni descent, so... The it's, prince. It's nice to see the prince. Yeah, yeah. The prince. But Edgar is a uh, come forward tough Argentinian fighter. I've seen this guy before. He upset uh, Thomas Delorme, who was supposed to I believe win that fight, but he got upset. So this is going to be a tough task for Ali. I've seen him fight before. He he, he gives you movements. He hits and he gives you movements, but Agarbrew is going to keep coming at him. So it's going to be contrast test and styles, which is going to be interesting to watch. All right. I, I want to go over uh, at least the November fights uh, or the November fight cards. Uh, there's going to be the two fights we'll talk about briefly in December, and then we'll go over a little bit of the rumors and stuff. But uh, after the Klitschko fight on the on the weekend of the 15th, uh, the 22nd is the big fight with Algeria and Pacquiao. Yeah. Um, that one's interesting as well, too. That's why I'm excited. It's like you're getting some good fights out there right now. So, I, I don't know. I, I mean, who wants to start? Uh, Jackman, you want to start on this one, or you want to let Sammy take the lead? I'll let Sammy take the lead, and okay. I'll follow up. Of course. I think this is an interesting fight, believe it or not. You know, a lot of people are saying, ah, Pac's, I do too. Pac's going to beat him. And, no. But this guy, Algeria, he's tall, he's rangy, and uh, I could see this fight being almost like a pick 'em fight. I could see this fight going either way. Uh, yeah. I, I mean, he's Algeria's a very smart fighter. I think he's going to game plan for this fight, and it wouldn't shock me uh, if he beats Pacquiao. And, you know, a lot of people, they're saying, you know, Algeria, he's not going to get a decision, but I think he has a chance to get a decision. Um, you know, this guy, he's, he's, he's well-spoken. He's a good-looking guy. They're looking for the next big thing in boxing, and, uh, you know, I could see how they couldn't even give him a decision. If, yeah. if this guy were to beat Pacquiao... Even though this guy's not the most exciting guy in the world, that fight with Mayweather will be signed the next day. Yeah, you can still market him. The next him. day, it'll be signed. Yeah, I, I think, um, I, again, I think Algeria's a little too undersold on here, and I, I'm going to be rooting for him. Can he beat him? I think he can, and I'm with you, Sammy. I don't think that he's, uh, it would not shock me if Algeria beats him. Um, he, he's got a lot going for him, and I, I and here's the thing, too, that that I wanted to make sure um, almost just like Kovalev has, I, I hope these young fighters that have this opportunity in front of them realize the opportunity they have. Because, I mean, just think about it. If Algieri beats Pacquiao, think of the name that he just built for himself with that one fight. You know, to tell you the truth, as funny as this sounds, I think that uh, Algieri beating Pacquiao, even though he's not the most exciting guy in the world, I think it's good for boxing. I think he's a good rep- representative of boxing. Yeah. He's a guy that you can kind of sell it to the mainstream. Mm-hmm. You can sell it to CBS. You can sell it to ABC. You know, you can sell it. You know, to us, it's... He's, he's marketable. Not, yeah, he's marketable. Not to us, not to a true boxing fan, but, you know, to the guy that doesn't watch boxing, you can market He's him. more appealing. He's got the Jersey it's, Shore look and everything, and you can he's advertise a, He's, he's intelligent. He's yeah. educated, so... Yeah, I, I I don't know. I'm going. I, I'm hoping for Algeria. I do think it'll go decision though. But um, I, I, obviously, we'll see. I hope he trains. I hope he's training really hard for this, and and he's getting ready for it. Because I mean, at this point, I hope his trainers are telling him this is the match of his lifetime. It's going to make or break his career in a way. But and it, what do you think, Gunzy? Uh, I'm going with the Pac Man. Uh, oh God! I don't think this guy uh, has enough shake and bake to keep the Pac Man off of him. I think uh, it's a different talent level. I know this guy knows how to box. But um, Pac-Man ain't uh, flat-footed like Ruslan. You know, he's going to jump in there. Uh, this guy's probably going to make him look ugly a little bit, make him miss. He's going to be reaching. But I think at the end of the day, Pac-Man gets a decision. I think he's got the talent. 
you get the decision. But, uh, you know, we don't know. The other guy's young. He's fresh. Uh, Pac-Man's at the end of the road. But uh, I got to go with the Pac-Man. Do you really think, you think Pac-Out um, is, is it, you think they're going to make it happen? Because now, the stuff I'm hearing now is that they're not going to make Mayweather Pac-Out happen. At first it was they were going to make it happen in 2015. Now they're saying no. No, it's, I don't see it happening. Yeah, I gave up. I think it could happen. I don't give a fuck I think, anymore. Who, who's, who's Mayweather going to fight? He's running out of options now. I think it could happen too. I think he's running out of options. To me, Mayweather. Well, Pacquiao definitely has to win this. To me, uh, Mayweather, yeah. Mayweather's legacy is kind of flawed because he didn't really have nobody out there. He beat some good guys, um, but he didn't have nobody. He had a superstar guy, Manny Pacquiao. They never fought. That's his. Uh, if he was Ray Leonard, that's his Tommy Hearns, and uh, he didn't take the fight. So, for whatever reason, the fights didn't happen. Yeah, it kind of flaws on both of them. Yeah, it seems like Mayweather throughout his career, he kind of fought the same. You know, his, all his opponents kind of had that same style, come forward that Mexican style, and uh, he's taken some heat. Uh, if you look at him, look at his resume. You know, he's fought two African American fighters in the last eight nine years. Well, he fought Zeb Judah and Shane Mosley, and that was it. Right, and Shane Mosley was like 40 years old. Yes. Here's here's my theory on this. Um, everything before De La Hoya, Floyd was fighting. He wanted to fight. He wanted to win. I think after that, De La Hoya, that uh, big payday, they were kind of selecting guys, uh, you know, for his style, better style matchup. When he was younger, he was fighting the Diego Corrales. He stopped him. He destroyed uh, Manfredi. Yeah, Gennaro he was, Hernandez. Yeah, he yes. was going for it. He beat Gennaro. He beat Falk Castillo. He rematched him. And he was going for the knockouts. <laughs> I think after that big money, he's just doing it for the money. He didn't have that desire. You know what? I think I think he had the power, and he was able to choose. He was able to pick. That's why I give De La Hoya so much respect. To this day, if you ask me who's your favorite fighter of all time, it, it could be Oscar De La Hoya because he fought everyone. He's a crosser <laughs> he didn't duck nobody but he never ducked anyone no he had the so, power he he's a guy who wears a dress but he doesn't duck anybody literally he could have fought you know jackman and he and he could have made four million dollars fighting jackman that's how powerful de la hoya was de la hoya was more powerful than mayweather is now in my opinion he was if so they were fighting fought in their prime what yeah no really? no i'm saying uh uh i think he's better in his pri- he w- would have beat him in his prime but i think uh publicity wise in the fights he wanted he can get his way he was more well liked he was a bigger name he was the golden boy olympic 1992 olympian i think yes de la hoya has more power than not physical power but a uh, more so star you think power de la hoya than mayweather, beat mayweather. Yes, I think so. They fought in their prime. Yeah, yes. I think so. Wow. Damn, they beat him, and he wasn't in a prime. And when we get back to the topic, uh, he, the guys he fought, it's unbelievable. He fought Mosley t- twice, you know, Chavez. He fought Miguel and Hill Gonzalez, Manny Pacquiao. Hopkins. Hold up, yeah, hold Hopkins, on a second. Manny Pacquiao. So, Gunsy, you, do you think that De La Hoya could beat uh, Mayweather at their, you, if they were together at prime? You know what? Okay, here's, here's my theory on this. When De La Hoya fought him, he wasn't quite in the prime. And he fought him a close fight. Yeah, it was towards if the he end. Scored, yeah, if he scored. If you had that good, young, fresh De La Hoya that was fighting Tito Trinidad and that beat up Chavez, I would have to go with De La Hoya. And Floyd De La Hoya, I'm pretty sure, started at the same weight classes. If not, De La Hoya might have started lighter. I'm not 100% correct. 
But Delahoy started real light when he was knocking out like John John. Bellino. I don't know, man. I think I would go Mayweather. Delahoy was a lightweight, one thirty five. One thirty five. When you guys uh, get home, YouTube that fight with Mayweather Delahoy and watch I feel that like fight. getting fight nights number three and then going I home seen and playing it, it couple, on Xbox not One. Mayweather like to me looked very scared. I never seen him that scared. When he was De Delahoy so yes. much. He respected De La Hoya so much. I never seen him like that. Watch that fight when you get home. Watch it again. I seen it like a couple months ago. The first half of the fight, De La Hoya was beating him. He, De La Hoya got a little tired. Mayweather eked out a couple of the last rounds, and they gave it that. Was it a draw, right? No, uh, Mayweather. They gave Mayweather, it to Mayweather, yeah. 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 But uh, if, Even Mayweather's dad said he thought it was maybe a draw or De La Hoya won after the fight. Well, you know what? Mayweather's dad's smart. He probably thought, you know what? De La Hoya's got a few big fights in him. I can corner him. I can make big money. Yeah, so that's he true. wanted to stay neutral. That was probably, that's true. you know. All right. Well, here, let me go on uh, Pacquiao since uh, we oh, sort of yeah. got skipped. Oh, yeah, Mr. Statistician yeah. over here. I saw you writing numbers down. <laughs> yeah. Okay, well, here's my take. Uh, yeah, I was. Pacquiao is the older fighter, as we all know. Wait, is it, does it Lampley and HBO have like a Lampley take, like Lampley's Corner or something? Yeah, it's a like show. A, it's a, like a little segment. Yeah. Go, all right, let's go, Jack. I mean, it's your segment. All right. Pacquiao's 35 years old, going to be 36 years old in December 17th of this year. Pacquiao's only 5'6 and a half. Algeri's 5'10. And Algeri's 30 years old. I think as you get older, a pressure and attack fighter like Pacquiao, it, you kind of lose your steam there because uh, the, his, he fights off aggressiveness and quickness in a lot of punches. When you're 35, it doesn't come as easy as, as like more of a counter puncher. I think it's a little bit easier to fight when you're older. But. And saying that, I don't think Algeria is good as Pacquiao. I really don't. I think Pacquiao is still good enough to beat Algeria. And I think he will beat him. I think Algeria might pose him some problems because of his reach and because he is a skilled boxer. And he does box well. And he might keep him out and frustrate him a little bit. But I'm going to ultimately go Pacquiao winning the fight. And I think Pacquiao is going to win more than just a split decision. I think he's once he gets it working in the mid-rounds, later rounds, He's going to be like a machine. I think Pacquiao's going to win. And uh, you're, man, so I'm really the only one who I'm, I'm actually going to be rooting for Algeria. But but do you think Algeria's going to win? That's the question. Algeria's a good guy. I like Algeria, and I like Pacquiao, but I just think Pacquiao's a better fighter. I have, to, I have to wait until I make my decision, and here's the thing with boxing lately. Um, you can't call fights early because you have to start watching it and looking into it and seeing what's going to happen, and then when you get closer to the fight, you can start noticing or at least seeing some of these interviews that they're having to see what mindset each fighter's in. Because in my opinion, I, I do agree boxing's physical. It's a physical sport. You're getting but it's in the mental ring. too. It's mental exactly. too. Exactly. I think a huge part of boxing is mental. A lot of these. If you're in boxing, you're gifted. That means you're obviously going to be physical. So the physical part of it you have already. You're in there. I think the other part is the mental part of it. And if you can get in there or not, and I need to see the mental state of Pacquiao and Algeria when they get closer to the fight. I mean, I agree. Algeria's hungrier. He's younger. He's fresher. He's got less wear and tear on his body. So he has that going for him. Yeah. It's almost like, you know how when we watch the HBO, uh, what is that, the 24-7s? Yes. It's like, you got to watch that stuff. You got like, once you start looking at all into that stuff as the fight gets closer, then I think I can make more of my decision. I, I, I'm rooting for Algeria. I mean, Pacquiao's not impressed me in the last couple fights. 
Well, and he's I actually know he's talking about going down to 140. And I know he's towards the end of his career too, but I, I don't know. I can see Algieri. Hopefully he takes this as a career-changing opportunity. I can see him beating him. I want him to beat him. But. It's just it's going to be harder for Algieri to handle this guy because he moves around, and he's fleet of foot, and he has head movement and foot movement. Uh, as Gunn said, Provakian does not have that. He's a more of a come-forward fighter. He's easier to time. He's easier to... You know what he's going to do. Pacquiao, he's shiftier. He's harder. Even uh, Cotto said after he fought him. Also, Pacquiao was younger, but he said, man, I didn't know where those punches were coming from. This guy's so quick. quick. Yeah, yeah he's, he's so quick. I didn't even see the, where those punches are coming from. He almost does karate in there. He's, <laughs> you know, he does. He throws punches at different angles and stuff. Yeah, you know, I'd also like to give Pac a lot of credit, too. He's another guy where... Uh, he never really ducked anyone. Yeah. He fought all the tough fights. He fought the Margaritos and the Kodos. And he, so uh, he, he was a great champion. He really was. You know yeah. You know what else I like about I agree. I like about Pac. He's got a throwback mentality. He tries to go out there and get you, get you out of there. Most of these guys these days, they're looking for a fencing contest, little point sparring contest, hold, hit, hold. Pacquiao, he goes for the kill. He tries to... Beat you by beating you down, not just by outpointing you and fencing you and running around like you're playing fencing. So uh, that's the thing. Big ups to uh, Pacquiao putting on a good show and performance all these years. Yeah, so uh, so some good fights, man. I mean, November 8th, oh, obviously tomorrow, uh, we've got the Hopkins fight. you got Manny Pacquiao on the 22nd with Algeria. Um And then the weekend, I think after that, we got uh, Prodnikov versus Castillo, which isn't bad either. It's not bad. You know, Castillo's an older guy. Castillo's 40 years old. Uh, you know, this guy's an aggressive fighter, Prudnikov. He's going to bring it to you. He's going to come at you. And I don't think it's a good matchup for a 40-year-old. Yeah. What do you think, uh, Jackman? No, I don't think so either. I think Castillo is a little bit over his head at this point of his career. I think a young Castillo, oh, man, would this be a fight. Because this guy is a clever guy. He's a tough guy. And it, we, as we all know... The fight against, uh, what's his name? That, ah, damn, I forgot his name. The one where they went crazy, uh, Diego Corrales. And many other tough fights he had. But at 40 years old, I I think he's not a good fight for him. I'm going to go have to go with Ruslan. Is this fight going to be tele- televised? It's in Russia. It's in Russia. Yeah, I don't think so. It'll probably be on like... I don't think so. I didn't see that. I didn't see it being televised. Um, hey, here's a tip for you guys. You guys probably didn't know this either. Um, I watch my international TV, and I'm going to do advertising for these guys right now, and I hope they give me something for free. Zap TV. You guys ever heard of them? Zap? No. Yeah. They have your country too. Sammy. Oh, do they? Are they good? Yeah. So what you do is you buy this box. It's not a hot box. Okay. This is all legal. Yeah. So what they do is you buy this box. It's like a little silver box, and it streams all the channels through the internet. So you have to have internet. Mm-hmm. But here's the kicker. I got it because I watch my international shows on there. But also, they have all of England, which I'm a huge EPL, uh, English Premier League soccer, and I, I watch all the English games overseas. But last weekend... I started going on there. They have boxing matches on there as well, too. So some of these international fights, they've got, like, Polish TV, Russian TV, uh, Arabic TV. they got, like, all this TV on there, and you could actually watch it. So if you can figure it out, you can find it on some of these channels and stuff. How much is the box? 330 Oh, okay. One-time fee, no monthly fee after that. You know, AZAP TV, if you guys want yeah, us some marketing. Yeah, it's not bad, man. 
I got yeah. it. I love it. So, I mean, it's, it's pretty cool. <laughs> it's a little slow, like when you're changing channels because it's catching the stream. But once you catch it, it's, it's pretty good. I like it. Yeah. It's good stuff. And they got like all these countries on there. It's nuts. They've got like 29 countries, uh, international TV okay, on there. What's next on our agenda? Um, <clears throat> thank you. Uh, we, I was going a little bit off topic yeah. there, yeah. Gunsy. Um, all right. So uh, the next one is on the 29th. You've got Crawford and Beltran. Yeah, Crawford's, uh, I like Crawford. Uh, you know, and I like Beltran. Uh, you know, Crawford, uh, he's an exciting fighter. His last fight was in Idaho, right? Where he's originally from? Omaha. Omaha, I'm sorry, yeah, yeah. Omaha, and it was nice to see the they fans. Got good stakes in Omaha. Yeah, it was nice to see the fans get behind that fight. Um, you know, it's a good story, and I think the guy's got a lot of talent. He's one of those guys. He's fighting at 35. This guy could move up to 47 or 54. He can fill out that frame. So, you know, he's one of those guys where he could be a, a guy that jumps from division to division and wins titles in three different weight classes. Crawford Beltran, or forever hold your peace. Uh, I think they may be fighting at a heavier weight. I know Beltram, he fights at a heavier weight. I've seen him before. I'm yeah. not, I got to look that up. 40 maybe. Yeah, because right? I've seen him fight uh, Hank Lundy. You know, Romando Beltram is a very tough fighter, guys. I know Crawford, he's a champion. We've seen him beat uh, Gamboa, but Gamboa is a small, smaller guy. Uh, Beltram is going to come at you, and he's very, very tough, you know, you know what he's going to be all about. He's going to come forward and press the fight. It's, I think it's going to be a good fight. I really do. Crawford, you know, might be a little bit more skilled, but Beltran is tough as nails. It's going to be a good fight to watch. Gunsy, anything on these guys? Um, personally, I'm not quite sold on uh, Terrence Crawford. Uh, that fight he had with Gamboa, that was awesome. That was a good old-school throwdown. They went at it. But uh, as Jackman said, uh, Gamboa is a much smaller guy. But for this fight, he's going to outbox him. He's going to run. I think he's going to play the, the point system game. He ain't going to go at it and uh, give us a show. Hopefully I'm wrong, but I, I don't see him giving us a show like he did with Gamboa. Gamboa being a smaller guy. So, um, But we'll see after this fight where he's at. But like I said, I'm not quite sold for those reasons. But uh, let's see if he uh, puts out. What As TV is this on? Is this Showtime? HBO. HBO. Yeah, yeah I mean, if, if Crawford tries to slug it out against Beltram, I think he's in trouble. Beltram is tough, man. I seen him I seen him on Friday Night Fights. He's tough. He beat Hank Lundy, who's also a very good fighter. So. so that's it for the November fights. So November fights are done with that. So interesting month in November, uh, obviously tomorrow with the Hopkins. Uh, you got Klitschko fighting this month, Pacquiao Algieri, uh, Prudnikov fighting Castillo. Um, you also got Crawford Beltran at the end of the month. Then, starting November, the two fights right now that are keynoted, uh, my boy David Lemieux. I like the guy. Even though he didn't look that great in his last fight, though. But anyways, David David's fighting Rosado. Uh, and then on December 13th, which is going to be the interesting one that uh, all of us want to watch, is going to be Amir Khan and Alexander. Yeah, I, 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 I'm interested in that Lemieux-Rosado fight, and I like Lemieux as a fighter, but I'm going to go with Rosado in that fight. I think Lemieux's going to go at him real aggressively. I think Lemieux's going to take two, three rounds, but I think Rosado, he's so durable that he's going to wear Lemieux down. Yeah, and if he Lemieux, doesn't take him out Lemieux early. Lemieux has a history of, you know, getting worn down. Tired, yeah. If he doesn't take him out early, and I think rosado I think it. I think it's a good style for Rosado. I got Rosado by like 6th, 7th round KO. But, but David's my guy. I'm going to root for him. Yeah, I will too. Very exciting fighter. Yeah. 
What's your take, uh, Jackman? Yeah, I I think Rosado's a little bit more of the slick fighter. They're both punchers. They both, but I think Rosado's got a little bit more defense. He slips punches. He's pretty crafty in there. Lemuel's a hard puncher, as we all know, and he is going to come at him, and he can hurt this guy. Rosado's got a history of cuts, so I mean, he he can get stopped on cuts also. Lemuel does have a history of fading in the late rounds, like when he fought. Uh, the uh, what's his, his name? Last one he had. Was no, he fought Rubio. He fought Rubio. Yeah, yes. he was he he was uh, beating the shit out of Rubio actually, but he got wore out. He got tired. He got tired, and Lu- Rubio came back and won that fight. He actually stopped Lemuel. That was a big upset. That was in Montreal. So I'm not really sure. I think I'm gonna lean towards Rosado, but I think uh, Lemuel has a heavy punch. And he can stop him on cuts. And I think it's going to be a really, really exciting fight to watch. Big time. He's got a, He's got the chance. He just has to seize it. Gunzi. Uh, personally, I like Rosado. I think uh, Rosado is uh, better for the 10-round fight. I love David. You know, he goes at the guys and tries to put you out. And that's what we're missing these days. But um, he looks like he, you know, he's built up for that good four or five rounds. And after that, as we all say, he's going to fade. But uh, Rosado likes to put out, too. He don't mind fighting. He don't mind slugging with the guy, which would be a big mistake early on. But uh, I think uh, Rosado wears him out and then picks up the pace later. But uh, we'll see. It's an interesting matchup. Rosado got some mileage on him also. We can't count that out. So uh, we'll see what happens. All right, what about Khan now? I'm surprised Khan took this fight. I really am. Um, well, what is he going to do if he didn't take it? Well, he uh, if he could fight Kel Brock, you know, he, I mean that that's a big fight in England. Um, Alexander to me is just a boring fighter. I'm I'm really not a fan of Alexander. Um, Khan obviously he's looking for that Mayweather fight. He wasn't able to get that fight, and I think that he feels if he wins this fight, he's going to get that fight, and w- which he probably will. But I'm really not a big fan of this fight. I wouldn't pay for this. Well, fight yeah, that was my like that, that was my next question, though. Do you think that after this, he's going to get Mayweather? He's in the running. I don't know if he's going to get him, but he's he's definitely in the running. Personally, I don't think um, you guys are going to call me crazy, but I don't think the Mayweathers uh, they might not want a guy like Khan. So you uh, think he's ducking him? Maybe a little bit, because for the I know Khan, he ain't the caliber and as good as a guy as Floyd fighting wise. But you know what? He's sporadic. He throws these crazy punches. Um, it's a hard style for Floyd. He's not uh he's not like Madonna, who's more slower and methodical uh, guy. He runs in. He's tall. He got a ton of energy. Uh, but then again, how would the ref let that fight go? Here's the thing: when Amir Khan's fights, he always holds the guys. So, you know, is the ref going to allow him to hold? Same thing in this Alexander fight. Alexander held a lot, too, in the past fights. So uh, this might be a little bit with the ref. There might be headbutts and everything. But I don't think Floyd, if I was Floyd's handlers, I'd say we'll fight somebody else instead of Khan. Khan, he's going to make, uh, even if Floyd beats him, he's going to, you know, make it look sloppy. So, yeah, you know? gonna, yeah you know, he got attributes for Floyd. You know? Another obstacle to this fight is, you have you probably have to make this fight in England because it's a much bigger fight in England than it is in Las Vegas. Who, and I don't know if Floyd, and Mayweather. Yes, I don't know if I don't know if uh, Mayweather's going to want to go to England for this fight. He's nope. comeductible in his Vegas. hometown. 
You know what I mean? But it's a it's a huge fight in England. You can sell 100,000 tickets in England for this fight. Yeah, but they won't go there. Uh, Mayweather won't make that much money over there if he goes that sure way. Sure he will. He can make a lot of money over there. Uh, the he'll make more money English in market. Vegas, I think. Uh, this is a bigger fight in England. England is huge. They uh, have a huge draw, you know. When they they make a big show for their presentations for their boxing matches. Yeah, but are they? When he fought Hatton, he fought him in England, right? Are they as big though? I mean, if or they fight at Wembley, if they fight yes. at Wembley Stadium, then it potentially because that's over a hundred thousand seats. So right. I mean, if you fight in Wembley, it can be a potential huge draw. But I mean, how many seats? You know, what I mean, where where are they going to fight? I in? mean, the English fans are good fans. They come out for their fighters. Yeah, no, they do I, support I them. Agree. Yeah. They're, it's, they're huge over there, but. Um, and I like the loyalty that they have to their fighters, but oh, big time. I, I just don't think Mayweather is going to make that decision to do that. I think he won't pull the trigger on it. No, I think uh, Mayweather, he, he's the man. Unless he fights him twice, then I can see them fighting once in England and once in, in Vegas. Now but, we're talking crazy. Yeah, yeah that's crazy. We haven't talking. even yeah. got to the first one. First one. <laughs> yeah. For, you, you know, American. On December 13th versus Devin Alexander, I think it's going to be an interesting, but at times a sloppy and a, kind of a dull fight to watch because uh, you got a southpaw and Alexander fighting a right-hander. You got both guys who grab. I think you're going to see some headbutts. I think you're going to see a lot of holding. Alexander, he is a good fighter. He's skilled, but he's not a great, great fighter, I don't think. You know, he's talented. He's got a nice... Uh, jab and right hand but i mean left hand straight left hand but i don't know he lost to sean porter who roughed him up and he lost to timothy bradley who's also a rough and tough fighter as we all know i think khan's a better boxer i think he's faster i think he puts his punches together better i'm gonna have to go with khan in this fight but i think it's gonna be an ugly fight and you never know it can be stopped on headbutts i think you're gonna see your fair share of headbutts unfortunately in this fight so we'll see what happens all right, so uh, did you put in your two cents, uh, Gunzy, on this one? Yeah, you know what? At the end of the day, the ref might be the guy who decides the outcome in this fight. But, you know, we'll see how the fight goes. Um, all right, so that's the fights for November and December, but I'm going to go a little bit off to- a topic here. Um, so why hasn't, uh, I just thought about this right now, actually, why hasn't guys like Mike Tyson, Lennox Lewis, and Evander Holyfield come back to train any of these heavyweight fighters? Well, I mean, training's a tough job. You got to be in the gym all day. These guys, uh, you know, let's face it, they could probably they have better things to do with their time than to be a trainer. Tyson is it that or is it the money thing? Where they're thinking, if I go, I'm going to ask for way too much money, and I'm not you're not going to want me to train you. In order to be a good trainer, you got to be a you got to be a gym rat. You got to be in the gym all the time. You know, these guys they're rich already. They made their money. Uh, I don't know if they they want to be. But if you come back as a trainer, you know how much hard it would show that you love boxing. Yeah, but you got to have the passion for it, and your heart yeah. got to be in that spot. Uh, and just because they were great fighters, don't mean they're going to be great trainers. But well, have- yeah, that's true as well. But I'm just saying, if I was a heavyweight fighter right now, and I obviously know that the heavyweight division isn't what it it should be or could be right now. But bottom line is, I mean, Lennox Lewis was one of my favorite heavyweights. I'd be reaching out to these guys right now and telling them, like, hey, I want you to spend time with me. I want you to train me. Big Nick, you are a heavyweight. Well, I know. But <laughs> not I'm, with the millions not, of dollars. <laughs> I'm not physically. <laughs> I don't think you got the millions of dollars. But, uh, but, the, think but the whole point is, like, how has no, someone not reached out 
and got these guys to at least get them in there. So that way you can like have his name back in the boxing and, and do whatever. Maybe make a contract with the guy and say, hey, listen, every fight I do, I'll give you like 10% cut or something. I know, but first off, you got some proven trainers who are good, great trainers. These guys are proven, like Freddie Roach, like... Uh the the Oxnard boys Garcia yeah, Robert Garcia. Think about this. I know. I know. He's he's a head case. Think of having Mike Tyson in your corner with another trainer, Ronnie Shields. Yeah, but, but you know what I mean. Yeah, Getting that Mike insight Tyson, and but, that intel but, from but, that but, guy. But see, does Mike Tyson want to do that? Well, again, I don't know. Yeah, that's that's so, okay. Well, uh, that's Vander Holyfield. Answer. That's the answer to your question. Like, right how come there. Vander Holyfield doesn't go in there and the, the insight as a heavyweight fighter you can get from a Vander Holyfield in fights? From a from an outside the glass perspective, you make sense the thing you're saying. But uh, we don't know what's in their hearts. If they want to do this, they want to retire, they want to relax, make special guest appearance and make more money like that. Like, has there been professional boxers yeah. that have come back to train? And, yeah, and, Archie Moore. Archie Moore and, did that. John su- David Jackson. And they're successful at it. Tomorrow. Yeah. And they're successful. Look at Garcia. Freddie Roach is a former lot fighter. Yeah, Garcia is a former fighter. Teddy Atlas was a fighter. Yeah. Well, yeah, amateur, but yeah. Oh, he never he, fought pro. He didn't fight pro. No. Okay, okay, yeah. Nice. All right. So yeah, that was my question. All right. So uh, uh, hot topics. You want to go over them, Jackman? All right. I'll go over some of them. Uh, all right. This is interesting. Bob Arum wants Lomachenko and Nicholas Waters to fight in 2015. What do you guys think about that one? Very. Uh, that's a great fight. It's a great fight to make. Um, I would love to see that fight. I would really look forward to that fight. One of the best fights to be made at 126. I would like to see Lomachenko with uh, Regan Dayal. That's a fight I'd want to see. I got, uh, I would say Lomachenko um, beats Walters. He got better boxing skills. Uh, but I'd like to see him fight Regal. That would be an outstanding fight before Regal gets too old. He's already Well, hopefully old. after Walters he goes after Regal. But Lomachenko and Walters is an interesting fight because I kind of like to watch uh, I like to f- watch similar styles, but I also like to watch contrasting styles, which these are. Walters is a guy who's going to come in all night after Lomachenko, but I think Lomachenko is a superior, well, I know he's a superior boxer in his skills and his defense. So I think he's going to be able to outpoint Walters and beat him but Walters is tough as nails and he comes at him and he's also very good so it'll be a good fight to watch all right the next one okay Freddie Roach gives Amir Khan a good chance of beating Floyd Mayweather his old pupil what do you guys think of well we touched on it a little bit earlier he's tainted he's taking painkillers again (laughs) no I I see what Freddie Roach is seeing um American is long. He's so high energy. He throws all these punches at all these crazy angles. You know, he's not on balance and stuff. He's just whipping punches. Um, that energy, the sporadicness, that, and he could keep that sporadicness up for late rounds. So I see what Freddie is seeing because uh, Floyd don't like the sporadicness of a fighter. Even that Ortiz, he was being sporadic. He was going to end up losing, but when he was sporadic, he was catching Floyd. That's, and look at the guys Floyd's been picking. They're not sporadic fighters. They're just pacey fighters. So I could see what Freddie is seeing with that fight. Uh, definitely I see what he's seeing as far as styles make fights. I think Khan could give him a tough fight. I really do. Because of his quickness, his length. I, I think Khan's style can give Floyd a tough fight. 
Yeah, I agree. I think Mayweather, he's regressed a little bit. I, I don't think he's uh, the same Mayweather of three, four years ago. Yeah, at this stage of the game, I think the guy, you know, he's just going for the money, the heart leaning into whacking guys out and, you know, just about making the money. So, uh, and he's older. 38, what is he? 37, 37, 38, yeah. Yeah, yeah, he's getting there. He's old. I mean, in the last fight against Madonna, it wasn't just all against the ropes because Kenny Bayless didn't allow Madonna to fight like that. But there was some in the ring, in the middle of the ring skirmishes where Madonna was right there with Floyd and even beat him on some occasions. He rocked him at the end, I believe, of the third round. So, I mean, and Madonna's not even known for his superior boxing skills. He's more known for his toughness. So I think Sammy's on to something that Floyd regressed a little bit. But I got to give credit also to Madonna. He vastly improved his boxing with uh, Robert Garcia and, and the boys. You can see his different skills coming into play. And also, to add on to that, I think that was more of Madonna than Floyd regressing because Madonna had a good game plan. You could tell they trained for rolling the right hand. He rolled the right hand a lot. And then also timing Floyd in between his punches to catch him. So you could see Garcia and them did a good game plan, and they executed it well um, with Bayless. Uh, you know that you know that was ridiculous. That roughing job he did. Who knows if uh, you know he's in the pocket or whatever? But uh, I think they did a great job. They did a great job with Madonna, and uh, I don't think Floyd really regressed. I just think Madonna. They did a great job. They timed them. They trained to slip and roll the right hand. They did a great job. I know a lot of people would uh, disagree with me, but um, he was much more better prepared for the second fight, my opinion. All right. And then uh, what do you got? The last uh, piece was uh, Marquez, right? Yes. Juan Manuel Marquez has received an inquiry about fighting in England against current IBF welterweight champion Kyle Brook. Kel Brock was a possible March 7th in the Sheffield area, an event presented by HBO. I don't know if it's going to happen, but it's interesting. I wouldn't mind watching I'd love to see this fight. Yeah. I would love to see this fight. And in England, in Sheffield Arena. I mean, Sheffield Arena is uh, it's a soccer venue. Uh, great. I, I mean, that, I think that'd be an awesome fight to see. Yeah. I would favor Kel in this fight. I really yeah, would. Me too. You see Kel guys, man, that guy's just ripped to the bone. What is he like two, three percent body fat? I, I mean know. he's on I, I don't know if I've ever seen a fighter that ripped. You see how ripped he is? He looks good. Yeah. Is it he just does. me? Is it just me or no, he's, he's no. very he's really on looks, muscle? Yeah, he's, he's like steel. Fit. He's like steel. Kel I would have to favor Kel Brock a little bit also because I think Marquez does better with the come at you fighter, especially at forty, forty one years old. Uh Kel Brock is a very good counter puncher and he's very quick. And uh I think that kind of style is not going to be, it's not going to favor Marquez. Yeah. Now that's a guy, if I was Mayweather, I would stay away from him. I wouldn't want a piece of Cal Brook at all. No, no. Cal Brook is a real deal. All right, so uh, what else do we got? Hot topics. That's it for boxing? Yeah, that's it, guys. I'm really looking forward to that fight tomorrow. Yeah, definitely. Tomorrow's going to be an exciting uh, day, exciting event for uh, everyone, so we can... Uh, Catch up and see uh, what's going on with the old man and see if he can pull it off. We'll uh, see. I mean, this guy's real confident, Hopkins. And uh, Kovalov, he's going he's gonna to test him tomorrow. Yeah, we'll, we'll see what happens there. But we've got a interesting November coming up with uh, some of these hot fights. Uh, the beginning of December doesn't look too bad. 
Um, and uh, some of these uh, rumors going around and swirling around in the boxing world uh, don't look too shabby either for uh, for a good December in boxing. Um, that's all we got uh, for this episode, guys, episode six. Uh, we should be back probably before the Pacquiao fight or after, guys. What are you calling it? Uh, we can try to get in sooner. If we, before? After? That's May, That's November 22nd. So we should be able to put one in before that. We hope so. We hope so. We should be back before that. If not, we'll be right back afterwards as well, too. So, uh, guys, thank you again for listening. Uh, I'm Big Nick. This is One More Round Radio. I've got Sammy the Bull with me. Uh, take care, guys. Until next time. Uh, Mr. Jackman. Enjoy the fight, everyone. The take stati- care. The statistician of the show. And uh, you got uh, Mr. Guns. Yeah, we're all going to enjoy that fight tomorrow, and uh, can't wait till next time, guys. Hope One. to hear from you guys, from our fans. Yes, indeed. One more round of radio, guys, on Windy City Sports Network. This is Episode 6. The King of the Rings are out. <laughs>